friend, and welcome to another episode of Reditations. My name is Celeste Johnson, and every week on this podcast, I discuss something I've read and then create a guided meditation based on that text. Today, I am mixing it up a little bit. If you caught last week's episode, you'll know that I just spent a week not reading anything. So this week, instead of dissecting a particular text, I'm going to talk more about that experience, what I got out of it, and what I will be changing as a result going forward. Before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the reading deprivation. I found this exercise in the artist's way, like I described last week, and so for one week, I spent my time without reading any books, anything on the internet, except for work emails. I didn't read any social media. I did not watch videos or movies. I did not listen to podcasts. Basically, the only media that I consumed was music. It turned out being easier than I expected it to, actually. And I found that there were a lot of things that I typically consume on a regular basis that I did not miss at all during this reading deprivation period, especially social media. Getting rid of social media was actually one of the easiest and best parts of this exercise for me. I realized throughout the week that I often use social media just to fill in tiny little gaps in my day and keep my brain busy without the option to turn to social media in those small moments that would be otherwise unoccupied, my brain actually felt so much more relaxed because I wasn't pouring in extra stuff all the time. I was allowing it to take breaks. I was allowing my mind to wander instead of turning to instant stimulation whenever an empty moment came up. And that really made a huge difference in my overall state of well-being throughout the week. Now that I'm officially finished with the reading deprivation challenge, my goal is to continue consuming little to no social media because it just made such a positive impact on the way I thought throughout the week and the way I felt. Even physically, I feel like I felt more energetic because I wasn't pouring all of my energy into these little cracks throughout the day. I wasn't allowing my time and energy to waste away reading stuff that really doesn't serve me. And that's something that I really treasured from this week of no reading and something that I want to carry forward with me. So getting rid of social media was really easy. Getting rid of other things was harder I definitely really missed books. I missed my routines with books. I often read when I wake up. I often read before I go to sleep. I often read while I wait for things. And I really noticed the absence of that throughout the week. And I missed the opportunity to read books. It reminded me how luxurious reading can feel and how much it can shape my mood. But it also allowed me to be more present than I probably would have been if I had been allowed to read books. It gave me the space to sit in whatever was happening at the moment, whether it was some sort of emotion that I needed to feel or whether it was just the sensation of waiting and allowing that time to pass without trying to fill it. Those opportunities for patience and presence 
were something I was really thankful for. That being said, I still really missed books over this period. And another thing that was hard for me to give up was Netflix. I'm not proud to admit it, but it was definitely something that I noticed was absent throughout the week. And I did have some pretty strong Downton Abbey urges come up throughout this reading deprivation period, which was actually a great thing. It was a great thing because it showed me what I use Netflix for. And I use Netflix to cover stuff up. I use it to procrastinate. I use it to cover up emotions I don't want to feel. I use it when I'm feeling tired, but I don't want to allow myself to actually rest. So I'm not actually using Netflix for anything good. Maybe watching movies, but that's not really what I do with it usually, I realized. I usually turn on a show, something that will keep my brain occupied, but not something that really offers me anything much deeper than that. I feel like Netflix is the video version of social media for me. It serves the same purposes. It keeps my brain busy when my brain should actually be allowed to be idle. And I realized that this week and allowed my brain to be idle in those times when I was really craving that added stimulation. And it was a huge boon to me. It allowed me to be so much more focused, so much less anxious, so much more present. And I think the absence of Netflix over this week was possibly one of the best things I got out of this reading deprivation. It's a tie between that and social media, but those two were huge for me. And I didn't, I did miss Netflix, but that showed me where that, you know, what spot that was actually hitting. And Netflix is not something that I use for good. It's something that I use for evil. And I'm glad that I let that go for the past week. That's another thing I want to carry over going forward is not using shows or, you know, extra input into my brain from streaming or videos or movies or whatever, not using that to cover up what's actually going on, what I actually need to focus on. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the benefits that I experienced throughout this week of reading deprivation. If you've ever done something like this, if you've tried reading deprivation, or if you're trying it this week, please reach out to me and share about your experience. I would be so curious to hear what benefits you experience, what's tough for you, and what you get out of trying this. So please reach out on email or social media and tell me about it. So some of the benefits that I experienced included less anxiety because I wasn't pouring extra crap into my brain all the time. I was allowing my brain to rest. I was giving myself space to daydream and be idle and calm myself down throughout the day. And as a result, my anxiety was much lower. I felt a lot more present throughout this week of no reading. I was present while I was waiting for things. I had time and space to watch the world unfolding around me instead of immersing myself in media. I 
paid a lot more attention to my food this week because I didn't have ways to distract myself. I just had music if I wanted to listen to music and the food in front of me, maybe the person I was eating with. And that was a great reminder of how simple and pleasureful each moment can be. Another perk is that I listened to a lot more music over this week because there weren't a lot of other media forms vying for my attention. Music was kind of the only option, and as a result, I listened to a lot of music. I listened to music while I was doing other artist brain activities, as Julia Cameron would call it, so cleaning, cooking, driving, etc., And that was really enjoyable. It was a great way to kind of shape my mood. And it allowed me to do that a little more consciously than I often do when I'm listening to talk media, when I'm listening to podcasts or something else. Music was a really good way to set a backdrop for what I was doing while still allowing my mind to wander and daydream. I had a lot more time over this past week too, because I couldn't piddle it away in many of the ways that I often do. I couldn't scroll through social media, I couldn't turn on Netflix and accidentally watch way more episodes than I signed up for, I couldn't get into many of the rabbit holes that I often do, I couldn't Google stuff, and all of that ended up affording me a lot more time to rest, to Uh, create, to think, to simply be, when often I realize that I don't always give myself the chance to simply be. This week also gave me more intention going forward about how I want to consume media. It gave me a peek into what I actually find valuable and what is wasting my time. And it's given me more of a shape to keep in mind as I go forward about how I want to be consuming things and what I want to be putting into my brain. Lastly, I noticed over this week of no reading that I had a lot more creative energy crop up. It's not like I finished a huge project or had any like giant eureka moments, but I definitely noticed myself putting more energy into creative projects that often I only found myself thinking about and then moving on from. I actually allowed myself the time to invest some energy in those things, and although they feel like small projects, I feel happy that I did them. I feel happy that I put the energy into it, and I think that energy came in part from the reading deprivation because I had more time and more brain space available for creation. That is my summary of my week of no reading and never fear because of course in the next episode I will be back with more texts. I am back in the reading world and I'm really excited to be reading again with new and renewed intention. It's that intentionality that I want to explore with you in today's meditation. So find a comfy place, settle in, and let's meditate. As usual, let's begin today's meditation with a couple deep breaths to get centered. Inhale. 
and exhale. As you inhale again, feel the sensation of the air entering your lungs. And as you exhale, feel the relaxation and release that comes. Close your eyes if it feels comfortable to you. And begin to notice what you feel like in your body in this moment. Allow your attention to drift slowly from the crown of your head downwards. And with each breath, get a little more present with the sensations in your physical body right now. Notice any tension or discomfort. And notice what feels really good. Notice where you feel relaxed and at ease. Keep taking those deep breaths and with each breath, relax a little more. Turn your attention to the dark canvas of your eyelids if they're closed right now. If your eyes are closed, let yourself just take a look at this open slate before you. Maybe you see just darkness, maybe you see swirls of color, but let yourself visualize this open slate that appears when you close your eyes. Now, visualize how you are spending your day today. Think of what you did when you woke up this morning. Think of the events and activities that have carried you to this moment right now. And continue to breathe as you visualize these things. Watch them unfold on that slate that your closed eyelids create. And as you visualize these events and activities in your day-to-day, notice how they influence the sensations in your body. Notice any physical reactions that you feel as you visualize what you've done today. For example, if you spent a luxurious half an hour with your cup of coffee this morning, looking out the window and preparing for the day to come, perhaps you feel a sense of calm wash over you. Perhaps you feel your muscles relax as you envision that moment. On the other hand, if you spent time doing something stressful, something that felt like it was draining your energy, for example, if you spent a long time on social media today, notice the effects that you feel in your body as you visualize that activity. When you visualize these activities, allow yourself to really imagine being in that situation. Don't simply think of the situation. Try and put yourself in it, if it feels okay to you. And feel the entire experience. Smell 
the coffee. Feel the sensations of the world around you. Continue to breathe as you visualize these various activities throughout your day. Now we'll dig a little deeper. Of the things that you have done today, choose one activity that elicits a strong response in your body when you visualize it. Bring that activity to the center of your focus and make the image as clear as you can. Really imagine yourself doing whatever this activity is. Whether you found it to be deeply relaxing or a little stressful, whether it made you feel great joy or great sadness, allow yourself to visualize that moment as fully as you can right now and take care of yourself with deep breaths as you do this visualization. Keep breathing in and out. Notice that strong physical response that this activity produces in your body. And when you're ready, ask yourself, how does this activity serve me? If you feel a strong physical response that makes you feel positive when you envision this activity, Notice what about the activity created that positive feeling, if you can. On the other hand, if you feel strong negative sensations when you envision this activity, again ask yourself what this activity did to serve you. Perhaps it distracted you from emotions you didn't want to feel, Perhaps it allowed you to put off a task you've been resisting. But even if you feel a negative sensation in response to this activity, allow yourself to be curious, not judgmental, about how the activity served you in that moment. Keep breathing. And on each exhale, allow yourself to release and relax. Take one more deep breath as you visualize this activity and get curious about how it served you. When you release the breath, allow the vision of that activity to leave your mind as well. On your next inhale, Call to your mind another activity that you've done today that brought a strong physical response when you imagined it the first time. Keep breathing. And as you imagine this activity, again, allow yourself to become immersed in that visualization. Let yourself experience the sensations of doing this activity as you fill your mind with these images. 
really feel what this activity or experience was like. And again, notice the sensations in your body. Notice how your physical barometer responds when you envision this activity or experience. And again, approach it with curiosity, not judgment. Continue breathing and take good care as you do. And exhale. Again, when you're ready, ask yourself gently, how did this activity serve me in the moment? If it brought you joy, acknowledge that. If it brought you peace, acknowledge that. If it brought you other emotions, acknowledge those too. You are safe to acknowledge every emotion in this space. Whether it felt good or it didn't, simply witness it right now with curiosity, not judgment. Keep breathing. And exhale. As you continue to keep breathing, notice what you've learned about these two activities simply through allowing yourself to experience the range of sensations that came with them. Simply by tuning into your own body, you've gotten more clarity about what activities are serving you well or serving you poorly. Take another breath. This information is yours to use. You can decide how you use it or if you use it even. Simply by tuning in to your body and your own inner voice, you've given yourself the opportunity for more intention as you move forward. You are giving yourself the chance to decide how you spend your time and what you allow into your mind. That is powerful. Breathe in again and feel the power that resides within you to be intentional. Exhale, and as you do, release and relax. Go forth in power. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Reditations about reading deprivation and intentionality. Here's a side note. We are hosting an Artist's Way book circle. If you liked what you heard on these last two episodes about reading deprivation and 
increased intention, increased creativity, this Artist Way book circle is going to be an awesome place to continue focusing on those things. You can find more details on my website, reditationspodcast.com. The book circle starts in April. If you would like to join us, we would love to have you. So please come check it out and reach out with any questions you might have. As always, special and heartfelt thanks go to Josh Munt for the sound design and theme music you hear in this episode. If you would like to support the podcast, there are several ways to do it. Way number one, subscribe and review. This helps people find the podcast who might like it. Way number two, visit reditationspodcast.com where you can hear all the episodes and sign up for my email list. I will not send you a bunch of emails, I promise, but I will keep you updated on exciting new things coming up in the Reditations world. Way number three, reach out and say hello to me. I would love to hear from you, so send me an email, send me a message on social media, and I will be so excited to chat with you. Way number four, visit the Patreon page. This is where you can offer financial support and become an even bigger part of the Reditations community. Oh yes, and way number five, share this with a friend if you liked this episode. That's one of the best ways to make this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening today. I wish you a week full of intention. Happy reading, friends, and I will see you next time.